Welcome to the Escapist Corner. This is a podcast where we talk about lifestyle, sport, and entrepreneurship. We hope this can give you some inspiration to your daily life and also make you some good ideas um, based on where you are in your life. We're going to talk to uh, successful businessmen, coaches, sportsmen, athletes, doctors, what have you. Uh, please feel free to uh, look at our homepage, escapistcorner.com. There you find the, the links to Instagram and Facebook. Happy listening! Okay, guys, are you ready? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, welcome to the Escapist Corner. Hi, everyone watching on the intranet uh, YouTube channel. Uh, today, oh, we have a special guest. Um, so special. The, we, we, we call him the Zeus of Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that before. <laughs> Never heard that? No. No. Okay, so I just invented that, guys. Um, no, we have Giannis here from, uh, uh, yeah, you have many, many, many legs in the pot. Uh, if you, I don't know yeah. if you say that, but um, yeah, Maybe, tell I don't know. Maybe you say that. <laughs> <laughs> tell us, uh, who are you? Yeah, um, well, first of all, I'm a co-owner um, and head coach, if you want to, from uh, CrossFit Ica in Berlin. Um, and secondly, um, I'm one of the organizers of the Berlin Throwdown, one of the biggest competitions in, in Germany. Which year yeah. is the Berlin Throwdown this now? This is the third this edition? Is the, this is the third edition. This is the second big, bigger International. Year. International. International year. Yeah, yeah, the first exactly. year was in Ikea? Yeah, and exactly. The first year was just like kind of like an invitational mm -hmm. uh, at Ikea, at our box, where we just um, invited a couple of boxes. And um, yeah, that was the, the feedback was unreal back then. Like we, what I did is literally just open up a, what do you call it, a Facebook group, yeah. or an event, I think it was, and apparently these events are public. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, like 20 minutes later, I logged into Facebook again and it was flooded with messages from like everywhere, like all over yeah. Germany, even like people from Poland and whatever just contacted us. And so that was kind of the start of it where we thought, okay, maybe we should maybe like, there's a room for this yeah, to maybe grow. We should oh. uh, yeah. have it on a big stage. Because like, we were there the first year. We were there when uh, at Ikea. Already? Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. uh, yeah. We won. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we were, <laughs> no. We were there with kids and everything. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I think cool. it was a very good. Uh, I, would, I would say it's the first one, but it's a, one of the best first events where the whole Berlin community got together, yeah. like people from different boxes Absolutely. saying, okay. Yeah. Let's let's create this community yeah. inside the, the city and everything. But yeah. then Berlin Throwdown grew into something way much yeah. bigger than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the the idea behind it in the first place as well. Because yeah. you know how it is. Maybe I mean now we meet each other through a podcast or whatever. But yeah. um, like I know maybe a handful of box owners in Berlin. We now have I don't know twenty boxes. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, and I see. Those box owners never in Berlin, like on maybe in Madrid on Meridian Regionals or some events, but like rarely we get to see go to another box, train there, or like meet meet yeah. uh, other people from from those boxes. So the idea was to get everyone together yeah. and uh, have a good time, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's kind of interesting. This uh, uh, we talked about that that like. Um, our experience now in Berlin has been okay. It's a, everyone is a bit like his. I think this is in many towns. Like uh, many are seeing each other as com competitors mm. in one sense, and uh, that and it's not not necessarily has to be. I mean, we talked to Carl Dial here on the podcast and uh, from uh, CrossFit Solid in Stockholm. Mm. And in the beginning, uh, they also had this like, okay, mm. but like everyone was trying yeah, to yeah. Uh, try to be the more the customers best. in the yeah. place. Yeah. And but now everyone, it's kind of you know, everyone is full. Mm. So they are, they are, and now it's more like, yeah, I go train there, I go train there, and they do things together. And um, uh, yeah, I think that's also because there's only that many uh, real estate. Yeah. options yeah. S uh, same as in Berlin the yeah. real estate options are really shrinking yeah. so um, but yeah I, I think like we, we talked 
talked about is just great for everyone having a box in Berlin or whichever city and you have a throwdown that attracts people from from yeah. other countries and especially like uh, I mean in, in CrossFit we uh, we think it's nice with the drop-ins we have it's, it's part of our aura to have like hey we have some new guys coming mm -hmm. in from other part of the world share your story um, and by burning throwdown is uh, like a big megaphone for everyone in that sense. Yeah, like, I mean, everyone benefits out of it. I mean, the people that organize yeah. it, the athletes who organize it, uh, the whole community, which we love, we love the community word in CrossFit, yeah. but I think everyone benefits out of it. It's a yeah. huge marketing yeah. for CrossFit because it's not branded the Berlin, the Berlin Throwdown IK. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's for everyone Absolutely. at the end. So everyone mm. gets this huge benefit out of it. The more the brand gets to know, the more the sports gets to know, yeah. the better for everyone at the end. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but before we really dig into the Berlin Throwdown uh, things, uh, let us uh, just hear your story. Um, how, what's your sports background, for example? Oh, where, where did you, where do you come from? Everyone comes from something. Everyone comes from something, yeah. I uh, come from Bremen, <laughs> which is a little city in Germany. Uh, um, and my sport background is connected to that city as well. I, um, I've always been uh, really close to Werder Bremen, the football mm -hmm. club. Yeah. I never played football, but they have a big track and field um, club as well. Yeah. And uh, so I was doing track and field from age, I don't know, five or six or something like that when I started. Yeah. And grew up there, basically grew up in the stadium, on, on those training grounds and around the stadium. And um, Which which uh, competition specifically? Which, uh, which event? I did hurdles, okay. hurdle sprints. Yeah. Yeah. Um, up until I was like 16, 17, I'd say. Um, and then... Uh, couple of friends of mine from school, they, they played rugby in a, in a club close to where we lived as well. And uh, they got me into rugby and then I kind of did both for a while yeah. and then drafted, drifted more and more into the rugby thing and uh, started playing rugby then for, I don't know, age 70, 16, 17 till 20. This is six. actually something I always wanted to ask people that do like running yeah. Uh, just like you, you run a lap or something, is that because you don't you don't really you have nothing to chase like in rugby you, you have to <laughs> yeah. chase it's someone yeah. so yeah. it's a bit easier to see your target yeah yeah or you're slow yeah. and then you have, to have a target to chase <laughs> as well <laughs> which was my case <laughs> but uh, yeah that's true but because yeah. like how is that going from track and field and you you kind of st stand there and you're getting yeah. ready to being like in a game where you have to yeah, uh, yeah, run yeah. Uh, yeah. and the, the biggest difference that I noticed especially in the beginning yeah. like you, you get used to it after a year or so but uh, my body just wasn't I mean my whole life I was always running forward yeah. it was just forward it was like set go poof, go yeah. and I wouldn't even I mean because I was running hurdles it was literally just for I didn't even have that slight little curve yeah. in the stadium <laughs> 110 so, meters at the top yeah distance, exactly, right? exactly so uh so when I started rugby, and obviously I had to run around people, or if I didn't want to go through people, or you know people would try to tackle me, shove me, whatever. Yeah. And as soon as that happened, I just fall. Like in the beginning, <laughs> even the slightest little push, I was just like, Whoa! just like, fall over. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the like, fuck is that guy doing? Drama queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quick as fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuck is that about? Pretty sure you were a winger, no? <laughs> Yeah, it lasted for like a year or so, and then you kind of get used to it, and uh, then it got better and better. But yeah, it, it's actually true. I, I think, I think f you probably go a little quicker on the on the rugby pitch, even though you're not quicker because you know yeah. you can go quicker on the on the track and stuff. How is it also the difference? The, I, mean, I I used to play rugby also. Oh really? Uh, yeah, rugby background in back in Chile. But how is it from getting to athletics where you just run? It's you and yourself yeah. run 100, 100 meters, 160 yeah. meters, or whatever distance was, uh, which basically you're a racehorse. I mean, yeah. uh, and now you have to have like peripheral, peripheral view. Yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. watch around what's yeah. happening. Uh, how's yeah. the, how difficult is that? Yeah, Besides, it, of course, the, the change in direction, which yeah. is, is a big change, um, challenge. In the beginning, they, they'd always 
like put me outside on the on the wing on the wing <laughs> like obviously <laughs> you always you probably know if you come from rugby like the new guy always gets like yeah. the wing position <laughs> there's not a lot he can do you can give him the ball he can run <laughs> and that's it but <laughs> you can't mess things up too much so uh, yeah in the beginning they just like kick the ball and I just go straight because they knew if someone would tackle me I'd I'd be lost like I, I couldn't handle the contact and um yeah, and then I evolved as a player as well, and got a little better, got a little bigger as well. They always tried to get me bigger and bigger, so I and then I'd switch to to center and stuff. Um, but yeah, to come back to the question about the like peripheral seeing, whatever mm -hmm. you call it, um, <coughs> yeah, that was hard in the beginning as well. Um, and when I was just on the wing, just on the wing, I mean, you get the ball, and in most cases you you go. Yeah. You know? Um, you may be offload or something like that if you can. But as a center, you're connecting everything. Yeah, exactly. And as a, as a center, when I got better and got better passing skills and stuff and got more of an understanding of the game, obviously, then I was I got better and could go into the, the, the center of the game. Yeah. Um, take take part at the actual. How long did the time? How, how long did, did that time get to develop those abilities that are? I mean, you start playing like 17, like, 18? Yeah, I mean, like two, two years, I reckon. Yeah, I was playing winger for at least two or three years, and then they right. moved me mm. to the inside. Get more involved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a new guy came into the club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. New guy came into the club. <laughs> okay, so forward, still not very good, Yanis, <laughs> but we've got this other guy who's really bad. <laughs> so. Yeah, you feel that from the below. And the other one is injured, so yeah. it's just... <laughs> So, uh, what made you then uh, um, come to Berlin? Um, the drugs? <laughs> uh, <laughs> studies, actually. Yeah. I, was, um, I was actually going to study in Hamburg, but then cancelled it because I got a place over here in, in, uh, on the HAU. Yeah. And um, started studying biology for a year. And all my friends, all my rugby friends from, from Bremen were here as well. So, yeah, yeah. I just moved in with them, had a good time in like a yeah. huge place <laughs> six guys from Bremen it was, <laughs> it was good fun crazy crazy good times years. but yeah biology for a year and then biology for a year and then I uh, started studying sports rehabilitation prevention in Potsdam okay. yeah so I just like moved back and forth from from Berlin to Potsdam and so on Okay. Yeah. yeah, Potsdam is nice. Yeah, so people don't know Potsdam is like what 20, 35 minutes yeah, away 30, from Berlin. Yeah, Thirty-five minutes. It's like a satellite yeah. city of Berlin, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, yeah, it's very nice there. Small yeah. castles and stuff. Small <laughs> castles and stuff, and they're really good uh, like sports-wise. They have yeah. like all the Olympic training grounds from Brandenburg, which is like the, yeah. the county mm -hmm. around Berlin, um, and the biggest uh, training facilities in, in East Germany is all in, in Potsdam. So all the rowers, all the, the German rowers, all the, like a lot of bobsleds actually, they, they train there. Yeah. Um, the big guys who push the sleds. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of, uh, you have the benefits of Berlin, like the big city, the yeah. airports and everything, but you have like all these, the sports facilities and everything, it's much more, you know, in condition in comparison with the yeah, yeah. with the Berlin ones. The Berlin ones is more, more like, you know, <laughs> no, it's like, you know, if you build something in Berlin, you know it's going to be at least 10 bumps sleeping at your location. <laughs> at least. Yeah, and it's going to be dog shit outside the door. Fit. At least they're fit, fit bumps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but it's, it's crazy. I mean, uh, we have our location here. I mean, it's kind of downtown, but like this mentality in, in Berlin, I don't know, you compare, compare, compare with Bremen, but I... What I've been told is like, there's no other city in Germany where people just leave dog shit on the street. Yeah, it's yeah, it's true. But I, it's moving to Berlin for me was like, I'm like, what's wrong with people? <laughs> How can you even pick up your dog shit? How kind of? I mean, it's, I come it's from Chile. That's completely normal. So <laughs> I mean, for me, it's no change at all. I'm yeah. like, oh, this city is pretty clean. <laughs> <laughs> I always see some pieces of dog shit. Uh, yeah. No, I, I come from where everything just shines and clients. <laughs> yeah, that's so true though. How did it go then afterwards? So you have athletics, um, rugby, sports studies, right? Yeah. Uh, prevention, physio, yeah, kind of physio yeah, yeah. and everything. Yeah. No? How did word on CrossFit comes in and the idea of, a, of, our, of our own box? Yeah, uh, so um, 
playing rugby, we always had our off season, and usually off season just meant for us just going to the gym and get bigger, just do like German volume yeah. squats and bench, something yeah. like that. Um, and then um, a friend of mine told me that uh, a guy who plays at a rugby club or played at a rugby club here in Berlin as well, Leo, he opened up this CrossFit place and uh, he might need some help. So we got in touch and I talked to Leo, uh, who owns MyLeo, mm -hmm. the, the name of the place, which is still the, the biggest box in Berlin. And uh, I started working with him, coaching there and stuff. He kind of introduced me to CrossFit and from then on I kind of started doing it on and off, I'd say. Like I was still playing rugby, I was still doing loads of other sports in, in uni. Um, But I did it kind of like, I don't know, once, twice a week. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I got more and more into it. Met other people, met Nico, who's now my, my business partner at CrossFit Inca, um, and Leo's as well. And yeah, from there it evolved and evolved. And it was always like, during studies, I found that I was, I never wanted to go too much into the therapy thing, because uh, I think it's, I never felt it was really rewarding. Like yeah. mm -hmm. People often come, at least I think it's the, the mindset of people in Germany, they come towards you and they say, well, here I am, help me. Like, I'm get, broken. Yeah, I'm broken. Give me give me, like, yeah. it's like make me healthy again. I want to do everything <coughs> in two hours again. Like, yeah. And uh, people often don't understand that they have to do the work. They have to have to have the mindset and like keep working on their yeah. on their stuff to, to get healthy again. So um, I figured by opening a box or have my own place where people come and pay, they they pay. I mean they want this. Yeah. So they'll do what I tell them as well. So, yeah. And yeah. So that and it was takes a lot of I mean from this kind of prevention. I mean you yeah. work before We were discussing this a couple of weeks ago, I think, with Richard, saying medicine is kind of uh, focusing on the healing the patient yeah, instead absolutely. of preventing yeah. the patient to get him from getting sick. Absolutely. Which is the other way around to say it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, I think that's also uh, now like to get really nitty gritty uh, about like prevention of uh, injuries and uh, everything is. Uh, something I also got thought about uh, through Achilles Starrett is, uh, is the way of thinking of when it comes to movement, how mm. bad movement leads to some kind of pain. Mm. And if you don't do nothing, you don't change your movement patterns, mm. you, it's going to get you an injury. Yeah, sure. And that path is you have kind of a long way before you, you get injured, usually. Mm. That's why. Most people they don't. Uh, I, most people don't. Uh, um, how do you say? Tear their ACL and stuff mm. uh, uh, until they are in a certain age where they're so weakened and and yeah. everything, and they think they can still play yeah, the yeah. sports they did as young and so on. Um, yeah, but it also it happens also also that yeah. most injuries happen when people are coming back from injury. Mm. Uh, you you just think yourself, okay, I can do this. I used to do this. I used to bench press 100 kilo. I can do it again. But you haven't done it in six months. Yeah, but I can do it. Bam. Yeah. 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 So it's this mentality thing also. But, but prevention. You should always be able to bench 100 kilogram. <laughs> as a as a fact. <laughs> Basic if number. You a, if you have a bad day, go and bench 100. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. Always do the hundred. Always do the hundred. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. So, so you you open up the box there then, and um, and how how was it for you in the beginning? You had some some traction from because you were uh, coaching at, at the other at the other box yeah, in exactly. between also, and you got some members with you on that. Yeah. If if you wasn't too many actually, I yeah. love it wasn't too many members who came with us. I'm. Uh, people don't like me usually, so they didn't. <laughs> they, didn't <laughs> they didn't join us. He's opening a new box. <laughs> yes, finally, <laughs> finally he's oh, off. <laughs> so waiting for that. Yeah. Uh, no, so um, yeah, I think our box is located really well, so that made it easy for us in the beginning. And it was, I mean, back then we were we opened up August 2014, so we were the I don't know fourth, fifth affiliate yeah. in Berlin by that time. Um, and CrossFit was still relatively new and was kind of like hyping a little. So yeah. 
it was pretty easy for us to, to get a decent amount of members in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, since then we we evolved and we evolved, got more and more coaches, and uh, then started to dig into other fields. Like I don't know, I'd. Uh, look into those events like look at the big uh, big throwdowns throughout europe and see how how uh, they are running things and stuff to kind of evolve into that direction almost yeah. that's basically yeah what what i did what we did after after we kind of settled in into the box yeah so. and <coughs> and uh yeah, then you got you you did the like the as you told the uh, the Facebook event for more like the invitation, yeah. and uh, but then like uh, last year you you did it in in the uh, in the sports park uh, yeah. and Mama always park. blank blank on the name. Friedrich, Friedrich Ludwig Jan. Yeah, exactly. it's too many. It's names. easy. Mama Park. How, it's can, you, easy. how can you blank on that? <laughs> Friedrich Ludwig Jan. Yeah. Old Friedrich Ludwig Jan. Yeah. <laughs> FJK, no? Yeah. FLK. No, FLJ. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, so... Uh, Something with that. Yeah. <laughs> so they... You, you got to that location. How did you get to that? Because it's a kind of huge location. Yeah, it's way too big for us. <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's the second biggest after the Olympia Stadium in, in Berlin, which... Yeah is a little outside of Berlin. Yeah. So I'd say in the city, it's the biggest stadium. It has, I think, 22,000 seats or something. It's massive. Yeah. Um, yeah, but what we would do, we just like walked up to them and asked them, hey, could we yeah. do some CrossFit here? <laughs> like was, there any was there any chance in doing it in the indoor, in the Halle? Uh, yeah, we talked about that. We actually, um, it was a, a conscious decision to have it outdoors. Okay. Yeah. Because um, we've we've been to many throwdowns and competitions, yeah. and um, thing was or thing is, I still think that's true for most competitions. We've been all over Europe, yeah. to I don't know Belgrade, London, Paris, I don't know everywhere mm -hmm. to competitions, but we never got to enjoy any of those cities. I mean, we've been there, we flew there, we got out of the, out of the plane, went to the location, yeah, exactly. uh, warm up, do some workouts, fail, <laughs> don't get into the finals, <laughs> be miserable, Back to the airport, the plane, fly back, that's it. Yeah. And uh, so we thought it would actually be nice to have an event that you don't get out of, like after two days and you're all feeling dizzy because you're always indoors and those artificial lights and everything. Yeah. So it would be kind of nice to be outdoors, A, yeah. and it would be nice to actually get to enjoy the city as well while you're there yeah. for a weekend. Yeah. So what we did is, well, what we said is um, we'll do it outdoors and we'll have a one-day competition. So if people come here on a Friday and they leave on a Sunday, they either compete on Saturday or on Sunday. Yeah, there's a lot of information on the webpage right away that says, enjoy, yeah. come enjoy the city. Yeah, exactly. Come join. Uh, you can, you, the place, the location is very well located to other parts of the city, exactly. so you can yeah, just do A, B, and C. Yeah. yeah. It's always I, been I like mean, it's, it's, uh, it's in Prenzlauer Berg, so uh, I, I think, like, if anyone would go to Berlin, uh, you're gonna go there, and so it's kind of good, good place. I mean, yeah. the uh, three, just three U one stations, three metro stations away from Alexanderplatz, which uh, is like yeah. a neurological yeah. point of the city. Yeah, they're pretty well connected. Pretty close to the to uh, to Tegel Airport. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to the main station, <coughs> uh, you get there yeah. really easy. And yeah, as you said, it's really close to Mauer Park, which is always like for tourists, they always go to yeah. Mauer Park. Everyone knows that place, so. Yeah, it's for us, it's a perfect location to go there. Obviously, yeah. we're in Berlin and not in California, not even <laughs> yeah, in depends fucking on Madison or well, something. As you can see, uh, exactly. pouring rain outside. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> People looking at this video, yeah, they only see the bright side of the story. We, uh, outside, it's like raining. It's horrible. It's and uh, very, very dark, and it's a middle yeah. Yeah, summer just started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, it's better than rain today. That's a risk. So yeah. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I think people can, I mean, we tell everyone, we tell all the athletes, hey, make sure you understand yeah. we're not in Rome and yeah. we might get rain. There's a good chance we, that we'll have rain. And uh, so people can prepare and that's it. Just so go away. I mean, you, just, you, you, just can, go. you can always train in the rain. 
You can always train in the rain, yeah. I mean, <laughs> obviously, uh, if it's raining, like... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can fart and you can go. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I fart now? <laughs> Too late? <laughs> Shit. Uh, it's, it's live. <laughs> so, uh, what was I? Um, the rain. You can always the train in the rain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Grip probably so, gets so, a little yeah, bit. Exactly, yeah. So, obviously, we won't do any, like, crazy... 30 bar muscle ups for time workouts. Do you have like a, exactly, do you have like a, like a B plan in case, you, uh, so you have the programming of the workouts yeah. and everything. Oh, okay, in case yeah. it rains, we yeah. just switch to that one. In case it rains, we'll have seven running workouts. <laughs> and burpees. No worries. <laughs> and burpees. And, and, burpees. And, and burpees. Maybe throw in a wall ball. Yeah. Not sure though. Yeah. <laughs> it's mad to wall ball. It's slippery stuff. That, that's actually a good, good thing. Um, is there uh, some movement? Uh, I guess you d won't give away an uh, entire um, uh, event, but uh, do you have one movement that you can disclose? Oh. Um, we will have wall balls. <laughs> oh, yeah. ready, ready for wall balls. <laughs> Get ready for wall balls. So just have start done, doing Karen. Have, have you done the qualifiers? Uh, yeah. Have you seen them? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nice. So you know we've done a lot of warbles already. So. Yeah, we, we, did, we did a qualifier here. Uh, yeah. Also, I didn't do it myself, uh, uh, okay. unfortunately. Okay. But I see you did. We, pro we program yeah. it as a, as a worker for the day. Yeah. 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 30, yeah. 20. Yeah, the first rounds. one was pretty yeah. rough. Yeah. Yeah, I remember doing that. Test, I like, because, you know, I do those workouts and test them in different yeah. rep schemes and, and shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, what, what was that was the only workout I did once, yeah. and I said, okay, I'm not going to change anything because I don't want to do it again. Yeah. Not in any other, any other rep scheme or case. <laughs> Cramping quads all the way. No, yeah. I, was I was talking about, uh, have you seen uh, Berlin thrown out? How many yeah. Berlin athletes you have? Or is, is it more uh, uh, Europe-based, German-based? That's, that's a good question. Uh, Berlin athletes, uh, I'd say a handful, like five, five, eight, maybe ten. Well, actually, there's a couple out of, of a teams pool of yeah, maybe 10, 10 and 10 the pool is the total pool of athletes. It's, it's 240, 240 yeah. athletes this yeah. year. Yeah, and, and how many people were uh, like, if you have that statistics sort of in the head, uh, if you contra like Berlin, contra outside mm. Berlin? Um, I'd say there's uh, a lot of Polish names, right? There's a lot of Polish names. Yeah, I mean it's close for them. Yeah, it's really close. And CrossFit in Poland is growing, like yeah. huge. It's mm -hmm. getting really, really big, and they've got some really fit people over there. Yeah, very strong. Really, people. really strong people. Yeah, um, it's really cool to see. And um, like Berlin compared to, to Germany, I mean, I don't know. I just have to guess, but I'd, I'd say there was maybe like 50 people from from Berlin. Yeah on the qualifiers in, in total and then uh, obviously a lot of, of Germans like it's mostly Germans um, yeah. but we have athletes we actually have a, an athlete from Israel flying in we have someone from Iceland flying in all over Scandinavia Spain France as you said, Poland, yeah. Czech Republic. I, I, know it, I know it's pretty short period. I mean, you have just one session, one version before this one. Have you seen the trend of people growing, uh, amount of people qualifying and trying to qualify the, the workouts? Uh, have you seen more people this year involved than yeah. last year? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost... Very long question. Yeah, that's fine. It's completely that's fine. <laughs> between, it's always, between languages. <laughs> it's always... Uh, You've been quiet all the time, so I'm, I guess you just need to talk now. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, all on busy. It's all on time. It's it didn't double, but almost I think. Oh, okay. Like, last year it was I don't know 600, yeah. 600 ish, and now we're on like 800 ish. Yeah, very good. Almost 900. That's so fine. Yeah, I think um, first year. Obvi obviously, is is uh, pretty difficult for everyone to. I mean, if I see a competition pop up for the first year, I'm like, I'd like to kind of see how things work out. Are they doing it properly, or are they just, I don't know, taking the money from qualifiers and then I don't know, no. dash off. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, there's a good chance that people do that. We've actually seen that in <laughs> in, a, in a few places. So. Um, 
Yeah, so first year is always a bit difficult and people want to see how well organized the, the, the throwdown is and the event is and how are the events looking and so on and so on. And um, so the, I think for the second year, things worked really well. So people have seen, okay, this is, it was fun. It was a good competition. Things worked out. We were on time. We didn't have to wait all night to then start at, I don't know, late no, night or something. And then and also, also, also sponsors will stay. So that means in a way they give you the background, yeah. like the, back, the top of the back say, exactly. okay, good job. Exactly. We, we, we're still yeah. with you for it was next really year. It's cool to see actually. Like, Uh, our main sponsors, Reebok, is involved again. Seniors with the equipment, who are doing like, an awesome, awesome job with the equipment. Um, then Foodspring, who based here in, in Berlin as well. Uh, we're working really well with them. And then uh, this year, we saw that a lot of newer brands were coming towards us as well. Uh, obviously, last year we were like reaching out and say, "Hey, do you want to come?" And yeah, no, this, year, this year, the other way around. It, yeah, it's the other way around. People are saying. Hey, Bill Thornton, can we come and how's it look? Can we like support you and stuff? So that's really, really cool to see, and it's cool to uh, get that sense of appreciation of people, like that they say you did a really good job last year. We want to be part of this. And that's that's really cool to see. Nice. Yeah, yeah good <coughs> gratification and yeah, absolutely. Uh, shows also the like last year was also freakishly hot. Yeah, the second day. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So, uh, teams the second day or individual the second day? Individual, individuals the second day. We figured that the, the teams would probably be the ones who wanted to drink on the Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> so, or at least if I'd be on a team, I'd go out for drinks on a Saturday night. So, uh, it's always another guy that can take care of it. So, yeah, <laughs> you go fast. <laughs> I just like it. Exactly. So, we figured uh, the individuals should go on Sunday and uh, the teams should compete on Saturday. Then have a drink afterwards. Yeah. We'll have a bar as well. There, there will be drinks. <laughs> <laughs> what time does it start? Is it for people to do it? If you hear here, what time does it start on Saturday? Uh, so this is on the 20... I just forgot. No, the the eight, 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 first weekend of July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start exactly. Saturday eighth, and Sunday. You know, Saturday is, is the 8th of July and then Sunday the 9th. And uh, we'll start at... Uh, on Saturday we'll start 8.30 in the morning um, with the first heat and then Sunday will start a little earlier at 8 for the okay. individuals. We have, a, we have new divisions this year. We have uh, Masters 35 masters. plus. <laughs> Go with the Masters. And uh, we've got uh, a scaled option as well this year. Good. Yeah, yeah, so we need a bit more time to get all those uh, competing on the floor. Yeah. Nice. And um, yeah, who do you think is, uh, who are the top names? Oh, look out for it. Fuck, it's so hard to say. Yeah. Um, we've got Kevin Vinkins again on for the for the men's, uh, who's uh, been the, the the German at the regionals this year. He won the Berlin Thorn last year, so obviously he's uh, in like a good spot to to win it again. <laughs> um, who else is there? The the men the male team is on again. Uh, Julian Reinhold and uh, Jonas Schmidt. Yeah. They're doing it again, so we'll see how they do. Uh, the girls are back as well, the girls team uh, from CrossFit Basel. Um, Jesse and Alessia, who was oh, on, on, yeah. on, uh, in region as well, doing really, really well. Uh, we were on the, on the French show on the other week with, with them. It was good fun meeting them again. Um, yeah, so... All the all the winners from from last year are there this year, so we'll see how it turns out. I'd actually yeah. actually I'd like to see different people win because that would mean yeah. that my programming is not so biased. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll see. A, a lot of like uh, uh, tall man workouts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, a lot of wall balls. Yeah, a lot of wall balls and rowing and, and some rowing. In the <laughs> yeah. Actually, sure. Just do this now, so everyone's <laughs> people are. Thinking. No, wait, wait, he's, he's standing on a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really small, actually. Yeah. It's like a from the Hobbit. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, uh, you said like yeah. I mean, Kevin Winkins, he was the only German at the European regionals. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there were uh, at least several uh, Swiss uh, at yeah. the regionals and. And yeah, a lot of Scandinavians. Yeah. Uh, why do you think like the? Why don't we have any German top? It's a good, good question. Um, 
let me ask you a question. Why don't we have a German CrossFit podcast yet? <laughs> I think, I don't know, I think, uh, as you said earlier, we talked about this before we started here, that Germans are really, or at least in Berlin, is that way. Um, you, you're from Chile, and you have a hard time learning German because yeah. everyone's talking <coughs> English to you, or Spanish. Right. Yeah. Um, hello in a shop, and you get hello back. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, I think that... Um, Obviously, not all Germans, especially outside of Berlin, Berlin is pretty international, um, do talk English very yeah. well. Um, so I think those those places outside of Berlin might struggle a bit more with the language barrier. Um, so it might not reach everyone yet. Mm -hmm. um, so that might be, be one factor. Um, You mean the, the like the base of people is not big enough? Yeah, I mean, we have I mean, we're the biggest country in, in in Europe, so we should have a big base. But yeah. like and sports wise, are pretty good. I mean, sports wise, the German people are very sports uh, yeah. involved with sports. They yeah. have good. The Olympics is like Olympics the Olympics. Always, always look a third of the goals go to Germany. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> might I be that might be that the offer of sports is too much, too big. You have many, um, so many options because you have facil quality facilities, that, quality a, coaching. I mean, so I don't here, go to CrossFit. It works, it works like this: that you, you basically, if you start sports, you're doing to go into a club, and mm -hmm. those clubs are always it's really, really cheap to join them. You know, you pay like I don't know, mm -hmm. 20 euros a month. That's yeah. that's that's already mm -hmm. expensive for a club. Yeah. Usually, it's like 10 or something like that, and you get good coaches and stuff and. Uh, you do your sports there, I don't know, go to a track club or football or whatever. Mm. Um, and I think people are not used to CrossFit. It's, it's expensive for most people. Like yeah. it's, you know, you, you, it's not an, a really, really cheap option to do sports. So yeah. um, I think, uh, yeah, it's not available to everyone as well. But it, it's still, I think it's like, uh, if you, I mean, it's, it's not uh, fair to take Iceland as an, Uh, comparison, but uh, but still, Iceland has like 250,000 people, 300,000 yeah. people, <laughs> so their base is way smaller, but they have yeah. like all the top athletes. Yeah, but in the <coughs> yeah, and yeah, of course, they had like they have some really good inspiration, so every grandma yeah. is doing CrossFit there, exactly. but um, still, you have the other uh, Scandinavian countries that are just uh, have also a less. Crossfitters, mm. but still uh, produce more uh, pros. Maybe it's I I, I I can't say why because I don't think like I've been living in, in Sweden. I've been living in Germany. Uh, I I I know there's no, there's no difference in the milk nah. uh, in that sense. It's it's more. Uh, Uh, it's more of a mystery than yeah. something I can see. Um, what was I going to say? I had a really good point there yeah. to solve the whole thing, but now I'm, I fucking... <laughs> <lost> <laughs> the other thing is that you, you opened EKA in 2014, right? Yeah. yeah. So you were the fourth box in Berlin. I think so, yeah. Like three years later, you have 20 boxes in Berlin. Yeah. yeah. So the growth is... The growth is huge, yeah. So probably absolutely. just have to wait a couple of years now to get more people involved. So we already have more people involved and just yeah. have a one superstar going yeah, up and absolutely. At marketing point, the whole thing at one point absolutely ah there there you go i also think that um people maybe it's because germany is pretty big like territory wise but um you don't have a lot of really good athletes in one place you know mm. if no. you've got one athlete kevin winkins is in Mönchengladbach, and then you've got i don't know like joshua bichtrup up in flensburg and so on yeah. so they don't get to train together Really often, so and I think guys, that you should train together. Yeah, you should gain, train together. Yeah. yeah, I think that would make a huge difference if, yeah. if there be a place where there's like three, four, five, yeah. maybe six good athletes, yeah. um, get them together and train together on a daily basis. That would make a huge difference, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's actually um, probably that's one of the benefits they have. These Scandinavian countries, they're more. Well, uh, still, it's like you know, territory-wise. Sweden is almost twice the size of Germany, so it's... Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, but half of it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, half of it is, is countryside, but it's still... Um, okay, uh, I, I, I can... I, 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 I see the point, and I think it's something in it. Um, but 
uh, yeah, probably the most plausible uh, reason is the, something that you said is that uh, this, it started far, uh, far more earlier in, in Scandinavia yeah, with the probably. boxes. So there were only uh, there were already a couple of boxes open before the first one even opened in Germany. Yeah. So it's kind of and it's maybe because of the language barrier, I don't know, or because it's so much more noise yeah. here. But uh, yeah, Scandinavia is usually like a early adopter yeah, uh, yeah. in any sports or any yeah. fashion. Germans are very late. You know, it's, it's always very like skeptic. Yeah, yeah, a bit like does it work? Is yeah. that something? Who was discussing this? Uh, the, uh, this, uh, this is very my foreigner uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> getting view of Germans. The very old school. Yeah, really. why is it? It's why is it the German? Really, uh, always really. I always compare. Like, why it's, it's always it's very really like they're really. I don't know. I don't know why, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can I can see what you mean. They're, they're always really skeptic of everything. Like everything new is always like, that that can't be right. Yeah. You're doing something wrong there. We don't need that like this. Very good. It has worked last couple of years. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll stick to that. We've always done it like this. Some. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, this actually it comes together with because uh, uh, if you look at um, how it is with like payment systems and everything, it's I were, uh, cash is king in, in Germany still. Yeah. You go to the Scandinavian countries, nobody has withdrawn cash in years. Yeah. It's nice. Why you use your you use your, your phone? Yeah. You use your mind. Yeah, yeah. transfer. Denmark wants to be the first country no cash in a couple of years from now. That's yeah. a goal. So. But uh, I read an article about that years ago, and it has actually to do something with uh, something from the like a legacy of the uh, the world wars that mm. people really had to you know uh, it was hard times, mm. so you didn't want to have any assets that could go yeah. up in air. So you really yeah. looked for you save and go save. You don't go to go for credit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you no. don't give a credit without a very good asset. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, going back to, to the CrossFit part yeah. of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no, we have been yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking about you say you were traveling a lot around different um, events in, Ger in yeah. Europe, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Bulgaria, Poland, yeah. uh, France, you name. Um, have you seen the evolution of CrossFit in Europe? How is it the evolution of these events? And also, how, does, how do you see uh, the CrossFit? as a tournament, as a competition going forward? Mm. Um, well, I, I, the first event I went to was, I think, in Malmö, actually, in, in Sweden. And um, that, was, uh, that was the first time I saw like a properly run event. And uh, that was one of the better events I was, I was witnessing as well. Um, even though it was in a box, it was not a huge location or anything, but it was just run really well it was everything was on time and so on and so on um two three years later i was on in a competition in i think it was in belgrade and it was horrible we got there and had like we got to the venue there was nothing in there literally nothing no equipment and they started they literally they were the first heat was starting the workout and in the back of the competition floor, they were still like building the rig and they're like, fuck, they're coming. <laughs> they're coming. <laughs> go so the, the first, first worker is going to be uh, burpees. Yeah, exactly. 100 burpees for time. Yeah, it was, that was horrible. And they, uh, they had a like, six-hour delay or something. And they had to skip workouts because we were working. There was people working out at 1 a.m. in the morning and so on. And it was, yeah. So I think, yeah, obviously things get bigger and bigger. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, we had the French Slowdown, which, in my opinion, is actually a, an event uh, so well organized, even better than, than the Meridian Regionals, I thought. Obviously, the Regionals are bigger, there's more mm -hmm. uh, people there watching, more spectators, and uh, huge athletes and stuff. But, uh, like, from point of organization, I thought the, the French Slowdown is like upper level yeah. it's, okay. it's really really good really well organized event um it's run by crossfit loop right? yeah, yeah 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 it's uh it's huge they've got <coughs> so many athletes competing they've got a couple uh, venues running at the same time so it's it's really well organized it's um, like a mardi gras of yeah <laughs> 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 yeah so uh i think um 
and and with a French loan, I was there three years ago for the first, four years ago for the first time. Then I couldn't go, and then I was there this year and last year. Um, and every year I could see how they develop and how they get bigger and how they uh, pick up critique from the athletes and from the spectators and try to make things okay. better for the audience and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's really, really, I, I think there was, it's really, really cool to see like how, and I'd like to see where it goes in like five to 10 years or whatever. Yeah. I think it's, it's going to the right direction, but obviously, only if the support base and if you do things right on the basic level. If you just rent out a venue and then you wait and see what happens, yeah, obviously you you won't do very well in the years to come. But uh, yeah, if you plan right and you're doing things right from the beginning, then I think there's a lot of space to grow. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, like uh, especially my my opinion. Is that now? If we look at uh, Berlin Throwdown, it's it's. Uh, I mean, this is one of the our third most visited city, tourist mm. city in entire Europe. So it's a huge, huge, uh, um, yeah, way for for people to actually have a good reason to go here. Yeah, exactly. And. Um, and it's, I mean, if you compare this to uh, like going to London or whatever, it's so much cheaper. Uh, and like things things work well, <laughs> uh, well, usually do, like with. <laughs> usually, no. do. Usually, usually do. Usually it's good enough. <laughs> so to be. People, you, you don't come from Latin America. This, <laughs> this city works perfectly, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I got people complaining about the. The bike lanes. Come on, people, you have bike lanes. So just be grateful. Yeah. <laughs> like Danish saying, oh, that bike, riding a bicycle here is horrible. They're like, what? The f yeah, what are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah it's all, all about your, <laughs> your comparison. Yeah, yeah, what you're comparing with. No, but I mean, yeah, I, I think it's uh, just because uh, you have so much things to do here outside the, the event. And, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to follow how how the event also develops because, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it could be huge, um, and also to get all these, uh, uh, yeah, to to get all these athletes here also, and how it now develops the next year is going to be interesting. Yeah, um, what you're saying because uh, uh, what you're saying about the, all the like the big athletes coming in. Um, what I'd like to see actually, or what we're doing, let's put it this way, what we're doing is we're trying not to attract uh, athletes via a huge amount of price money or something yeah. like that. Um, just because we've seen that um, if you do that, yeah, sure, you get like a, I don't know, Matt Fraser signing yeah, up. Yeah, A-list athletes. Yeah, and then there's like, why would you go? Why would you go? Yeah, it's cool to compete. With Matt Fraser on the on the on the competition floor, but that's the only reason why why you should go. Like, the whole competition is basically over, right? and mm -hmm. so um, what we're trying to do is keep a little uh, the le the level maybe not on the top notch. Yeah. Get like really really good athletes from like regional level, but don't go for to don't go to to attract the the big boys. No, because uh, they'll just <coughs> take the take the money and like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's their livelihood, so they they. Yeah, they absolutely. I mean, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Oh, it's a professional sport right now, yeah, at the moment. So it's uh, kind of a. It's. I just like to to have a competition for everyone has a chance to win it. Yeah, like a competition where where people can go and evolve. You know. But it would it would be cool if everyone uh, signed up uh, still and said. Like, Matt Fraser uh, would sign up now and like, damn, I want to see Berlin. It's yeah. great. I heard about Bergheim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> Man, no. I'm sorry, but those war walls in the first qualifier, <laughs> <laughs> couple of no reps. Yeah. <laughs> you out, Matt. Again. Again. So, so to to wrap this up. Um, Janice, where where can people uh, 
where can people find more information? <laughs> um, if, if they are just... Please yeah. subscribe to my YouTube channel. <laughs> no, I don't have a YouTube channel. Oh, so the naked ones are not from... <laughs> no, no, no. That wasn't me. <laughs> so, so the Berlin Zeus is someone else. No. Yeah. Uh, well, you can go to uh, crossfitike.com, check out our website. Um, also, berlin-throwdown.com is our page for the, for the Berlin Throwdown. Um, if you want to check out the, the event itself and you're close to Berlin or you want to have an excuse to come to Berlin, um, come on the 8th and 9th of July. So that's in a couple of weeks. No, nice week. Even a week. Wow. <laughs> Oh no! Stress, stress, <laughs> stress is coming out. I need to, I need to go. Yeah, um, yeah. Come by, drop by. Check You'll out be streaming the, the yeah we'll live streaming. Yeah, no? we'll be live streaming uh, via Facebook, um, so you can check out from Five. from the from the couch as well. From Marbella also. Marbella, yeah, exactly. You on Marbella? Uh, no, I'm, no, I'm going to be here, so yeah. I'm going to go there. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, very nice to have you here. Absolutely. And, uh, we Good wish pleasure. the best of, best of luck for the event. And um, yeah, we we say bye to the listeners. Thanks. 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 Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>